Hello, dear listeners. I really would like to talk dirty with you. No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That's not my style. Uh, but last episode really made me to think about this because we heard from Kelly, or I, I read Kelly's uh, email to you, and uh, he was saying how he really loved the way Francesca and I pronounce particular words such as pussy and cock. And that's because we have an accent and we're not native spe English speakers. So fair play. Um, so I've actually got a recording. If you wait for a moment, I will uh, share with you how Francesca got inspired by repeating those words and even singing to you. But before we get there, I really would like to uh, reflect a little bit because there is a lot in terms of sexy talk or dirty talk or sexting or um, it's just very different to all of us. I mean, what does, what kind of talk turns you on? Uh, what, what does make you tick in terms of somebody sexting, i.e. sexually texting you or uh, when you are having lovemaking session, what do you want to hear in terms of words or do you not want to hear anything or when when you're getting what turns you on as well. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to dive into this and, and just going to speak out in a in a flow of thoughts if if you allow me please. <laughs> so my name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and re relationship coach and the host of this open and honest podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun. And uh, yeah, come on, have an open mind. This is an open podcast. Here we go. Pussycock, 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 pussy, 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 cock, 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 pussycock, pussycock, pussy, 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 Thank you so much, Francesca, for sending that to us. And I really, really hope that you enjoyed her little sing and dance, um, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, what, what does that mean to you when somebody's talking dirty? Or can we say talking sexy or talking sacred to you? How, what, what makes you tick? So I was actually having a little chat with Francesca before this um, podcast, and I was saying, you know, how do people actually do sexting, and and how how do people, in her experience, um, have these these talks and conversations with their lovers and partners? And uh, we had quite a quite a good fun playing with it. And I really want to ask you: Are you aware? What do you like, or do you kind of just take whatever the society says is um, is is the thing? There are lots of uh, very sexually uh, flavored talks and discussions. That's uh, for somebody who, because we we all have different ways of getting turned on. We're not all, as you've learned, both Francisca and I are quite energetic by by our erotic blueprint. So what, what what's that mean? So basically it means that um, not necessarily the sexual talk 
would be a turn on. If somebody comes and says, oh, I want to lick your pussy and I want to touch your breasts and I want to whatever, it might not be <laughs> the way to turn somebody who's an energetic blueprint on. And that's a, that's, a, that's a big thing because that's very much how people think it should be. And if you recoil, if you feel, oh, you're kind of twinged and kind of, oh, I don't really like that. That's coarse. That's, that's not sophisticated enough. It doesn't turn me on at all. It actually puts me off. Go for it. You know, just don't, don't think that you should be turned on talk talk that is quite sexual and very explicit. Um, the other thing is that there, there are lots of um, ways that people can really play with this. You can actually start with sexting. What kind of words would you sex, uh, te sext, <laughs> text that are you know is turning on, are turning on your partner or your lover? And what would you like in return? And I really had to think about this in what, you know, what would I like? And what have I liked? And what have I uh, experienced before? And it's not that obvious. I think I'm more, because I'm more energetic, I really like the energy play. I really like feeling people. And, <coughs> excuse me. And that's very different to then being very kind of on your face and, and, and very coarse in that sense. But then there are people who really enjoy that and they really like the very explicitness nature of sexting. And, but I'm really going to give you some, some home play. Why don't you try it out? First of all, feel into your own body, what is it that turns you on? What kind of words turn you on? If, if we're kind of having a, if you know that you're having a date with somebody, let's say uh, um, on three days time, how could you sex them if, if it's not a first date, I, I presume, you know? So I don't, I don't know if people sexed each other before the first date. I think that would be a bit awkward. Definitely do not send dick pics, dick pics. That's not cool. Um, so what, what would you like to say and hear? If, if you're meeting your lover or your partner and you don't live together, let's say in three days time, how would you say that you're really looking forward to that and you're really expecting something really delicious and juicy and succulent uh, to happen? So what would that be like? And what do you know that they like as well? How would you approach them to say that this is, I'm looking forward to this? So it can start really beautifully saying exactly that. I'm looking forward to seeing you in three days time. I really yearn to be with you again. And if you are more sensual and they're perhaps more sensual as well, you can say, I, I can't wait to feel your skin on my skin. Somebody who is uh, sensual in their erotic nature, they might want to say about their five senses, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to feel your, your skin. I can't wait to hear you again. You know, can you send me a voice message? I really love hearing your voice. 
these are the kind of things that kind of put you into the mood and all, already you are getting turned on a bit. And if you're more kinky by erotic nature, you might say other things. I don't know. I'm not that way inclined. But what would you say if you and your partner are into kinky play? You know, I can't wait to tie you up and uh, do things to you. I don't know. Just play with this. I think it's very cool. I think it's very, very cool that we can we can really use words in sexting and letting each other know through voice messaging, through texting, through maybe maybe even uh, video or mm, well. I'd say maybe sent in pictures, but again, I would really stay away from unwanted dick pics because and demanding the other party to send some for you, some nudes, because not everybody feels comfortable with that. And we know how they can also leak into the world. There's been lots of um, uh, revenge pictures and videos popping up into porn sites when somebody has dumped somebody else. And that's not something you you want to happen to you. So be quite, I would really warn against sending new pictures. And I think that's why it's much nicer and more sophisticated and eloquent perhaps to send voice messages and sexting. And if you do send nude pictures, maybe you can use all these amazing apps and and whatever to 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 make them a bit more artistic, so it's not so clear cut, and it's 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 tantalizing, <laughs> it's tempt tempting, it's tantalizing, it's it's building the appetite. Don't give everything away immediately. But when when you are actually meeting again, how can you keep because mystery and diversity in sexual pleasure is something that keeps us going, isn't it? If it becomes very much the same same old, same old, the magic of sexual tension goes away. So how can you cultivate that? How can you cultivate being more in the moment and really building the the pleasure up? In terms of the um, energetic erotic blueprint, I was just thinking about that. Actually, there is a there is a way to talk to people who are more into energetic way of lovemaking. I think it's more about the sacredness. How can you convey the sacredness of sexuality to your partner if they're the same? So how, if you know that they are more energetic and, and uh, tantric in their approach, just talking about the energy, talking about the ways in which you honor and respect their body as temple or how you see them as as your soulmate or your your spiritual companion and match how can you really bring the love and consciousness into it not just the genitalia but actually bringing in the way you love meeting with them how you really because when you start bringing consciousness and love into sex it becomes really really hot really meeting the other person like a mirror when you when you can talk to them through love, opening the heart space first, 
for women especially, that's very important. And to be able to be more vulnerable and more authentic in, in the ways you convey your, your um, desire and your love and your respect and your awareness about who they are and how you, how, what you actually love about them. I think that's the thing when you, when you can really go into a meeting, into a sex date night or into a date or meeting your lover or partner with that kind of intention and attitude that you're meeting somebody, you're actually going to be in somebody else's body, not just physically, but also energetically. And that's a huge thing for somebody who is an energetic erotic blueprint because it really can be quite invasive if it happens without consent. This is a commercial break. Would you like to join Francesca and I in a French chateau on 18th to 21st of April 2024 and practice all these holistic tantric sex tools with your partner, your lover, your date or friend with benefits? No judgment here. And join us. If you go to the show notes, you can find a link to the Art of Connection Tantric retreat for couples. And uh, you might even get a Valentine's Day discount if you're quick. End of commercial. And it was funny when Francesca and I were talking about, okay, so erotic blueprint, what, what do, how do we want to do sexting? I was kind of, uh, uh, I don't really know. I'm not even sure if I'm into that that much, you know, because you can actually feel when you are connected with your lover, you can feel them. You really, really feel them. And it is when all those energetic circuit, circuits, circuits, circuits have opened up and your kundalini is uh, awakened, you can really feel so much that words are not necessary. And actually what happens then when you're making love or when you're self-pleasuring, that sounding becomes becomes more important than and than words, because words can actually take you back into your thinking mind, into your neocortex, and that can be counterproductive very often when when making love or self-pleasuring, because you start thinking and then all that monkey mind kind of gets going and there can be all sorts of uh, critical voices and critical um, uh, feelings and anxiety and the performance and the the how do I look, how do I sound, or is he liking or not, and uh, is she actually getting bored or whatever you know sometimes it's actually best not to talk but to sound and for guys sounding can actually help you last longer and sounding if you want to and sounding can make you learn to become multi-orgasmic and that's something we've talked about a lot and I, I know many men are intrigued and curious about that when we're young, we learn very quickly in modern society to get ashamed about our sexual pleasure and about our hormones, especially boys. And they learn to, to wank very quickly and very quietly. And it's, it's just that big release because you, you have all those hormones running through your body and you just need to get aroused by something. Or if you've learned to masturbate with porn, you know, that's even more ingrained in your whole being. And when you then come into learning about pleasure with another body, another human being, sounding doesn't come normally. It's something that is, you've learned unconsciously that 
people might hear you when you when you're masturbating in your room and you you don't want to get um somebody your parents walking in so you try to be quick and you try to be quiet and that is so counterproductive when you actually want to start making love and want to learn tantric sex and pleasure instead of just having a release and that pleasure becomes much more fulfilling happy and pleasing and uh, nourishing when you learn to sound so instead of using words that oh i want to fuck you or whatever you know why not sound just show through your sounding how much you appreciate being there with your partner or lover and how much you really enjoy whatever they are doing to you and whatever you are seeing or hearing or smelling or tasting or touching, just allow your sound to go there because that will help you so much to stay present and to be in the moment instead of going into your thinking mind and having all those worries and anxieties that you may have or what what you're thinking, whether they enjoy it or not. So sounding can be ever so sexy. It can be really a big turn on. If you're a man and you haven't actually learned to sound, just let go. And women, just continue whatever you've been doing and let your sound go. I mean, of course it's okay if you feel like saying something sexy. And and what I would also say is, is in terms of uh, talking, it's very important that we... We learn to talk during sex and lovemaking, what is good and what is not, where your boundaries lie and what feels good. You don't just allow something to happen to you if you're not ready or if it doesn't feel good. So, of course, you will say, or you can, you can just say, you know, can you slow down or can you actually put your hand here or can, you, can we move this way or can I do this to you? Is this good pressure? Is this good speed? So all those things we've talked about before when we talked about uh, penis and pussy massage, it obviously goes with lovemaking. Just learning to so uh, sound, but also to state what you want and how you want it. I think that's very important. And obviously, if you want to, you know, whatever, if you want to talk dirty, you can do that. I mean, that, that, can, that can be such a turn on for lots of people. So go for it. But I'm, I'm really curious if you would care to share what kind of experiences you have when it comes to sounding. It's quite interesting. My absolutely most favorite episodes is the one where, <laughs> where I was talking about, I mentioned Meg Ryan and the sound of orgasm. I was actually talking about uh, how the, there is an orgasm gap between females and males because women pretend and they 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 can fake the orgasm and men never expect that to happen but because of the statistics show that it's it's so much that women fake there must be something to it and i wonder i really do wonder whether it is because it the sounding of orgasm is expected from women because of porn and men never sound in porn that that is something that we learn 
to stew because there is a model there and we expect that that's expected from us. So my call to you is really lean into what feels authentic and most delicious to you. And if you don't know, learn it on your own first. Start sounding when you're touching yourself. You, you don't even need to go into self-pleasuring, but just touch yourself in any kind of way. And on your exhale, just sound from that part of your body. If you're touching your breasts, or if you're touching your your neck, or if you're touching your balls, yeah, balls, why not? On the exhale, sound from that body part. Just let that sigh or whatever groan or whatever is coming out from that part of your body to come out. And take it from there. Start exploring different parts of your body, touching yourself, hearing what sound comes out on the exhale. I think that would be a really, really healthy, healthy way of exploring holistic sex tools and and your absolute amazing capacity and natural ability to become multi-orgasmic regardless what gender you are. Most probably, I would say, you're an adult listening to this show. You can now reclaim your sounding, absolutely. And it can be sounding or it can be words, but what does it mean to you? What do, what ticks your your uh, what tickles your taste buds? What makes you really arouse and what feels good to you? So that's a kind of a not homework but home play for you. <laughs> and if you care to share with me, I would be very very honoured. You know how much I like hearing from you. It makes me feel that I'm I'm doing something that maybe is making a difference. I'm not I'm not kidding myself, but I love anyway interaction. So if you want to send me a speak pipe voice message like Francesca did, she actually did too. So I did play with the um, with them both going on at the same time because they were very different. Uh, one was much more upbeat and the other one was very sensual. So it's cool to get voice messages and add them on my show. Or if you want to send me a private message, you're very welcome to do that as well, because I will always read my messages, both on Instagram and email, and I will respond to you. So yeah, I think it's so cool that we can have these conversations. And and I now know that I'm not doing this on my own. You are there and we can we can really change this world by speaking about sex. And again, that's actually a one aspect, one level of talking. We need to talk about sex. We need to dismantle all these myths, dismantle myths. I don't think that's proper English. <laughs> but we need to bust these myths and really start talking about sex with our kids, with our partners, with our parents, with our friends, in a way that is not just locker room talk and, and bragging and and being crude and, and and all that stuff, you know, but just really having authentic conversations and saying, oh, what do you think about this? And how does that feel to you if I say these kind of things? I think that would be really cool if we can start changing the world in every single day by reclaiming our own pleasure and our sounding 
and our natural capacity to to really have so much pleasure. I think that would just make the world such a better place. Put a call out there if you have any questions for about queer or LGBTQ plus nature, because I will have a guest, Nadia, coming to my show in the future. If there is anything you want to ask her, I'm happy to convey the message. Or if you want to send a voice message, that's cool do. <laughs> cool too. I can't speak today. Um, yeah, well, maybe I just need to feel into the energies. But I feel your love. I feel you listening. So I'm very grateful for that. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I will leave you with Francesca's words of pussy and cock. I hope you enjoy her words and especially her very sexy pronunciation of those words. My name is Anne Blunt, your tantric sex and relationship coach and your host of this honest and explicit podcast called Tantric Sex for Lovers and Others. Before I let Francesca to sing her song again about Pussy and Cox, I will remind you uh, gently about the um, tantric retreat that you can find in the show notes. There is a beautiful opportunity for you and somebody very special. Cock, pussy, cock, pussy, 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 cock, 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 pussy, pussy, yeah. pussy, pussy. Yeah. Pussy, 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 pussy,